Welcome to another edition of Encore. This is the podcast that takes an artist, a musician or band and attempts to work out exactly what their best three songs are. My name is Dom Sterling and I am the host for this particular episode, which means for the most part I will get to sit back, relax and basically just play God to today's panel. Speaking of panel, let's introduce them, shall we? In the wrestling world, panelist number one sees himself as a bit of a Sami Zayn. He's the cheeky chap who loves a good dance and ska music, but in fact he's more of a Rowan, lovely ginger beard, bit weird and probably keeps a spider in a cage. It's Matthew Coral. Thank you for that lovely introduction. I also wear overalls all the time. Okay, great. The second member of a wrestling faction sees himself as the big E of the group. The muscle, the unexpected funny guy who loves to shake them hips. However, he's more of a Paul Heyman guy, has his fingers in many pies, throws around one too many spoilers, but ultimately, in this podcast, he's the guy you want in your corner. It's Scott Hasty. Wait a minute. See, I used to be the spoiler guy, but now, now that that has definitely moved on to the last person on the panel, surely. So would you say you're not a Paul Heyman guy? No, I, I am definitely Big E. I like that. Thank you. Also, you, you're lucky to have me back, so you, you better all watch what you're saying, okay? So far, so far, in every single episode, this podcast series has not been nice to me. Uh, last by no means least, this guy has John Cena written all over him. He's the veteran of the group, with bands on his wrist and a never-say-die attitude. But actually, he's probably more of a Vicky Guerrero. More entertaining than he has any right to be, not good with timekeeping, and most definitely has a thing for the big show. It's Chris Murray. <laughs> I love it. I absolutely love it. I watched Big Show's shiny moment at WrestleMania 20 quite recently. I'll uh, take that. So that's the panel. They've each come to the table with what they feel are the best three songs by today's chosen artist. But ultimately, only three of the songs can be picked overall, which is up to them to decide. So without further ado, let's find out which artist is being focused on today. And Chris, I'm going to come to you. Which artist have you put forward and why? Basically, I found it really difficult to actually pick an artist. And so I instinctively just went with the first band that came in my head. They're one of my favourite all-time bands, a brilliant stadium band, uh, just an all-round band that have defined the last 20 years. I have gone for Coldplay. Of course, one of the most iconic British bands ever. They were formed in 1996, originally as Pectorals. Yeah. Uh, fronted by Chris Martin, they have had eight number one albums, 17 top 10 singles, and only narrowly missed out on best British breakthrough act of the Brits in 2001, being beaten by everybody's favourite boy band, A1. So Chris... Let's come to you first, because you picked Coldplay. What is the first song you want to put forward in your top three? Okay, as I said, picked Coldplay because they're a massive stadium band, and I've gone for a stadium song. I think that from the opening note of this song, anyone listening to it is just in a complete world of emotion. It's lyrically about apologising, which I think most men are absolutely awful at, and I think... A lot of people that you ask will say it's the best Coldplay song or the joint best Coldplay song. I've gone for The Scientist. I could lyrically sit and analyse it for the rest of time. But there's just one sort of group of lines that I want to focus on where he says, tell me your secrets and ask me your questions. Let's go back to the start. And I, I think that that line just epitomises the whole song. It's just about wanting to do absolutely anything to be with and be talking to the person that you love it's easily the best piano ballad ever written so that's the first song i would like to pick i mean we're what two minutes into this podcast and already we've got very very deep but a big song to start with from the scientist so that's your pick matthew hello 
the scientist do you agree yes or no that this song is in your top three and should be in the top three uh, a very good argument from chris um and this was a very close contender for me to be in the top three but didn't quite make mine ah. <laughs> <laughs> so this is where it could get interesting scott we're going to come to you mate did the scientist Hello. make it into your top three songs um yeah so coldplay um really really interesting choice i think coldplay are um they're a band that people seem to think they hate but then after they listen to them they realize they don't hate them they're kind of like water you don't you don't really like water but then actually you do <laughs> i um, thought you said war <laughs> war no water <laughs> Great, um, cool, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I think um, I think with Coldplay, um, all my choices have been quite emotional. I've found when recording this podcast, there's kind of two kinds of artists for me. There's ones where I go straight to what are probably the biggest songs, and and then there's artists where I just have a really good connection to that artist, and I've chosen songs for very personal reasons. Um, and Coldplay are one of those artists for me. Um, I really love The Scientist, and again, like Matt, it was in contention, but it's not my top three. So, Chris, your first song, The Scientist, has only had one vote so far. How do you feel about that? I'm fine with it, because Scott gave a pretty convincing argument as to why it should be. Okay, already thinking tactically. So, Scott, you obviously you said about The Scientist, but you didn't put it in. Can you give me your first song, please, Scott? Maybe the one that I picked that is an emotional pick, but also is a popular pick. Um, I think probably their best song ever because it's so epic, both vocally and instrumentally. For me, Viva La Vida. Did not expect that. Did not expect that. Chris, thoughts on Viva La Vida, mate? My thoughts on Viva La Vida, I think I never appreciated Coldplay properly till I had something to look forward to. Like, obviously all these songs that came out in like 2000, 2002, I wasn't listening to music when I was like 10, 12 years old. Whereas when the album Viva La Vida or Death and All His Friends, to give it its full title, came out in June 2008, I felt like I finally had something I could sink my teeth into. That This was a point eight years in where Chris Martin just completely stepped up his game and took the band to like a whole new level. That track specifically, I think it's beautiful. It's got this string section. It's got this beautiful sort of drum beat with a rhythmic piano mixed in as well. All goes really, really well together. Also was their only ever UK and US number one. So yeah, absolutely. Top three for me as well. Great. So we're Woo-hoo. agreeing so far. Matt, last person, will it be a clean sweep? Viva La Vida, yes or no? Chris, I'm pretty sure, just stole my entire script because <laughs> everything he said, I'm not going to say again <laughs> when I'm going to say it. Viva La Vida, yes, is on my list for everything that, that Chris said and oh, everything wow. for Scott said. Um, beautiful song. Uh, I love the violins and I love the, the choir voices in the chorus. Uh, an absolutely massive song. And yeah, their first number one. That blew my mind that this was actually their first number one so late into their uh, into their career. That's really surprising. So we're already, what, 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 second song choice in? And we have a clean sweep for Viva La Vida, which, thinking about it beforehand, I didn't think that would be a song that might be the one that gets in all three. So I'm very surprised at that. So that means Viva La Vida making the top three yes that, that i'm absolutely very, delighted at that very nice start yeah, yeah yeah i'm really happy with that guys well done i actually asked a few people before we got started like oh what's the best three coldplay songs and everyone i asked told me the same three songs and i was like oh you're right but i'm gonna have to bump off such and such 
to get Viva La Vida in because it's such an important song to me and I'm happy that we so far have managed to reach a consensus. <laughs> this is this is strange because obviously with other episodes where we've had bigger artists with a bigger back catalogue, it's been harder to sort of narrow it down to three, but already from Coldplay, who have a huge back catalogue, we seem to be agreeing quite early and this could go quite short. Um, so on that note, Matt, going to come to you, what is your second choice? Because obviously Viva La Video is your first. What's your second choice, please, mate? Uh, so second choice for me, uh, as I mentioned before, I was very surprised um, when I found out that Viva La Vida was their first number one. But then I remembered a little stat about this song. This was the, one of their, their big comeback songs. They've been two years since their last single and they came out with this one. They just couldn't have picked a worse time to do it. Not that they did it on purpose, but they went up against Axel F, Crazy Frog, which <laughs> kept it off the top spot. <laughs> and like I say, a massive comeback song, uh, which was The Speed of Sound. Great tune, wow. absolutely love it. Um, I think it's a, a very safe Coldplay song, but it's not an overplayed Coldplay song, which is why it's sitting in my top three. So Speed of Sound, Matt, is your second choice. So I'm going to come to, let's go to Scott. Scott, Speed of Found, yes or no, is it in your top three? And if not, why? And if so, why? So when I was doing this, I categorised my different eras of Coldplay. Um, and Speed of Sound was categorised into one of those. And... Um, even though it was one of three in contention for one of those spots, it did not get it, I am afraid. I love it. It is a great record. It might be the best song off of... Is it X and Y it's off of? Is that even the name of the album? Or it is, yep. yep. Um, it's maybe the best song off that album, but for me it just misses out, I'm afraid. Chris, Scott hasn't got it in his top three. Have you got Speed of Sound in yours, mate? Do you know what? It was fun having... A small consensus for that short little period to the start of this show because I could not have speeds of sound further from my top three. I wrote a list wow. of all of Coldplay singles like in order and if you squint you can just see speed of sound just slightly above the bottom. Um, when X and Y came out Coldplay were just everywhere and I got so sick of it so quickly and speed of sound just epitomized this sort of I'm going to just get to fuck for a wee bit. Like, <laughs> attitude I had to the band. I was completely done with a song when it came out, and it actually took me, like, years and years and years to like the other big single that came off of that album. And I don't think I ever made it back with Speed of Sound. Every time I hear it now, I'm just like, oh, this is just a poorer version of Clocks, and Clocks is just miles better than it. So I'm going to take it from that description, mate. It's not in your top three. It is not, no. <laughs> <laughs> Out of curiosity, what was the bottom of the list, mate? You said it was just at the bottom. What was the bottom of your list? Well, I stopped writing songs that came out sort of post, I would say, like 2016. But the actual bottom of my list, and apologies if any of the guys have these <laughs> in their lists, but official bottom was Orphans, and I actually wrote next to it in quote marks, I want to know, because I was like, I'm not going to remember what that song is. And the second bottom was their second most successful song on the UK chart, Paradise. Wow. So a song that a lot of people would argue would be in their top three, you've put right at the bottom of your list. Yeah, not only that, but I think I've put three of the songs that people would argue are their best right at the bottom of my list. I can't, because... I can't wait for the spin-off show where we do the bottom three of songs of our artists. <laughs> <laughs> Chris is halfway there. Yeah. <laughs> He's already done all the research. What's it called? What's the opposite of an encore? Welcome oh, boo, to Walk On off. Music. The, uh, <laughs> get, opening get act. Off the stage. Support yeah. act. Support act. That's it. Right. <laughs> Trademark that right now. 
<laughs> um, so Scott, so far you have gone with Viva La Vida. What is your second yeah. choice, please, mate? This is the interesting thing. Chris is just absolutely shat on late Coldplay. But is it orphans? I, I, it's not. It's not. It's not orphans. Um, their new album's fairly kind of like a bit snorefest for me, but. I think my favorite kind of Coldplay is, is the Paradise album, um, Milo Zyloto, which is nuts because no one says that. Um, but if I attach an image to Coldplay, it's color. And I think Milo Zyloto is such a beautiful, colorful album. Um, probably their most colorful song they've made. It's just the, the, the guitar riffs sound just gorgeous in it. Um, the vocals are great. It's catchy. It's sugary. It's sweet. Um, I absolutely love every teardrops of waterfall, and that's my second choice. Wow! So th- this is interesting because some of these songs that are coming out now are songs that I did not think you would go with. Um, so that means your two so far: Viva La Vida and Every Teardrops of Waterfall. Uh, welcome to Matt. Every Teardrops of Waterfall. Yes or no? I'm with you. I'm shocked that that made the list uh, of anyone's list. To be honest, I didn't think it was going to be that big of a song for them. Um, and to no shock now, it is not on my list at all. Chris, every teardrops of waterfall, is it on your list, mate? It is actually on my list. Is it really? On, but it's on my long list. Oh. Um, it didn't It didn't quite make it into my top three, but it came really close. I actually decided that it was the sixth best song, if you want to take it by the numbers. I think it's Coldplay's best sort of recent era song it, uh, sits really high on my list of Coldplay songs, but it just didn't make my top three. So that means we come to you then, Chris. Let's come to you. What is your third, mate? So, so far, we've got Scientists and Viva La Vida. What's the third song on your list? I feel like this is really obvious, but I'm going to say it all the same. And I like that Scott gave me a bit of a helping hand earlier when he said that Coldplay are at their best when they're at their most co- colourful. And I think that this next track is a song that has stood the test of time so, so well. I think for every massive stadium or festival show that you've ever seen Coldplay play, there's always that one moment where they play this and the entire crowd are just in the palm of Chris Martin's hand. And I am, of course, talking about Yellow. Of course, the song that you probably say was their first hit. I know it wasn't their first official single, but definitely the song that probably brought them to the forefront and put them on the map, would you say? Yeah, it was their second single and their first single wasn't even on their debut album or anything like that. So it's pretty much their first song and first hit. And I think as well, like starting with that, it was really a sort of mantle of what Coldplay were going to bring to the table for the rest of time, pretty much. They they set the bar so high so early on. Chris, you put Yellow as your three there, as your third song. Let's go to Matt. Yellow, yes or no, please? Yell no. Uh, oh. No, that's good. I like no, that. That's good. I, I don't actually hate the song, um, but it isn't on my list. It's it, it is a massive Coldplay song. Um, I'm, I'm not going to say my, my my last song now, but my last song is I think their biggest song, so it couldn't quite fit on my list. So would you say it's a song that probably if we did a top five, it would make it in there? Oh yeah, easy. Okay. Um, Scott Yellow, yes or no, mate? I just don't really connect to Yellow. Uh, obviously, wow. I can't deny any of the stats around it, but. It didn't come anywhere close to making my list, I'm afraid. That's surprising. So I thought that was a song that, uh, especially before after you said about colour and everything like that, I thought it was a song that might... It's not that colourful, apart from it being literally a colour. <laughs> but it's not the sound of Coldplay that I put to Coldplay when I think about them. Um, it is one of the kind of best traditional songs they've written. But 
yeah, it's not something that makes me really excited when I think about Coldplay. Fair enough. So then if Yellow isn't the third song on your list, mate, let's give us your third. What's your third song on your list? I have covered New Era Coldplay and I've covered Viva La Vida Era Coldplay, which is probably where I think they were at their peak. However, I've not really covered older Coldplay and this was when I was thinking about Speed of Sound as well and it missed out and the scientists missed out. The one I've gone for, which I'm pretty sure no one else will have, and this is a weird pick, but I think Rush of Blood to the Head is so much better than Parachutes as like older era Coldplay. It was it was when I think for me they they properly became one of the kind of like prime examples of Britain's got this really brilliant indie rock movement pushing through, um, and the song I've gone for is in my place. It's it's just that tearjerker riff for me. It, it gets me every time. It grabs me. So yeah, my final track is in my place. I do think that's a song that maybe slightly underrated. I think it's a song that a lot of people when they list Coldplay songs would forget existed. Um, but it was a number two single in the UK chart and it did win a Grammy as well. So every right to, to be in this conversation right now. Um, so Chris, we obviously already know your top three. Scott, we now know yours. Matt, in my place, is that in yours? See, I'm going to hop back. I'm going to play the I'm not a big Coldplay uh, fan card and say, I don't know that song. So wow. safe to say it's not in my... I Probably if I hear it, I Imagine will Imagine it was. It. <laughs> so yeah, I just, I went, I don't, I'm not a big Coldplay fan, so I just went random. Um, <laughs> uh, but no, no, it's not in my list. Um, but I know I probably would know it if I heard it. But off the top of my head, no. Scott, do you want to sing a little bit to Matt? We can do like a buzzcocks thing here. So it goes... Is it in my place? Yeah, that's it. Oh, well yes. Uh, um, yes, yeah, I, I, do, I do know from that. Really from that, yes, I, I did get it. <laughs> Excellent. But it's not in my top three. Um, so, Matt, if that song is in your top three, mate, make up your top three for me with your third song. Uh, so, we've had Speed of Sound from me. We've had Viva La Vida, which we've all agreed on, which is amazing. Uh, and I am shocked uh, now that I've heard all the other guys that this isn't something else that we're all agreeing on. I thought this would have been quintessential you think of Coldplay, you think of this song. Uh, very emotional song, used in a lot of TV shows. One I can remember an uh, example of is Scrubs. It was a follow-up to Speed of Sound. Um, didn't quite do as well, got to four in the UK charts, but still a massive song. My last song is Fix You. I feel we have left one of the most iconic Coldplay songs to last. I'm, I'm glad that somebody's brought it to the table because it might be one of the songs that people are a little bit tired of. Or like you say, it's using a lot of things. The thing that jumps to my mind is X Factor. Um, every single year, every single sub story uses that song. But I'm glad we've got it in the conversation because I think it'd be right uh, wrong if we didn't. Yeah, there's a reason why they pick that song. Agreed. So that this is where we're getting things get complicated now because we started off with a clean sweep for Viva La Vida. I thought, great, she's been playing sailing. That's it. That's the only song that's had more than one vote. So this is when we spend the next hour and a half trying to work out the next two songs from a list of six. Am I making that up? One, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, so six songs to pick two more. They are The Scientist, Yellow, Every Tear Drops a Waterfall, In My Place, Speed of Sound, and fix you. I think that if you ask most people, the consensus three best Coldplay songs uh, outside of our little podcast we have here, always anyone you ask seem to be the scientist, yellow, and fix you. And fix you 
just like it got to number four in the UK chart, got to number four in my heart as well, because it was my fourth song. <laughs> so I'll just tell you a little story about how like significant that song is um, to me. Um, back in September 2009, it was. I uh, was going out with this girl who I thought was like the absolute defining thing of my life. And we broke up at the very start of that month and we had tickets to go and see Coldplay. Obviously in a pure hole of emotion at the time. And I remember the day actually coming round. I was like, oh, I'll need to sell the other ticket. And oh, I'm actually working the night of the gig now. So oh, I'm just going to have to leave it. And I was just really feeling really, really shitty about the whole thing. And then the day came around and I'd sold the other ticket. But I still had one other ticket that was burning a hole, a hole in my pocket. And I just decided, I was like, ah, oh, screw this whole thing. And uh, I just said to the other person that I was on and work with that night, I was like, I'm just, I'm just going to go. I'm like, I'm just going to put my phone off. If I get into trouble or if I get sacked, then like, screw it. I don't really care. And I walked into the venue where Coldplay were playing, which was a venue called Hamden in Glasgow and got there late because again, walked out of work. And I think like three or four songs after I got there, they started playing Fix You. And I remember just absolutely breaking down and bawling in tears and just remember thinking it's like one of the best moments I've ever experienced in my life. And that was 11 years ago. So I'm happy if Fix You makes it and it's an absolutely phenomenal song. So Chris, on that note then, do you think with Fix You, do you think it's turned to one of them songs where people maybe think it's not as cool to like the song now because after everything it's been through? Yeah, totally. I mean, you're you're totally right with the X Factor thing. I think it gets wheeled out at every possible moment. But I think when you strip away all of the like fat that comes with that song and you you see the actual band themselves performing it, it's, it's absolutely mind-blowing. So, Scott, that means that Matt has obviously put Fix You in. Chris is willing to sort of put Fix You forward. I think you did mention it before as a song you wouldn't. What are your thoughts on it now, mate? Imagine if like after that story, I was like, nah, shit. Uh, <laughs> no, I am... Um, <laughs> I um I, I I didn't say I wouldn't put it in. It was one of my three choices to consider for Coplay's earlier era. There's genuinely something to it's worn off. I feel like the magic might have worn off, but yeah, I'm I'm really happy putting it forward. I am I am happy to put it in. So it seems we have a um, a consensus there to put fix you as the second song in the top three, which doesn't necessarily surprise you, but I was. I thought coming into this, I thought I thought one of the people in this conversation may be a bit against Fix You and a bit like, oh, it is overrated, it's overplayed. Um, but I think, like, Chris, you mentioned quite significantly, I think it's a song that when people need it, it's there and it does define a lot of people's lives at certain points, which for a song, it, it can't get a better honour, surely? This, this song still can take you back to a period of so much emotion, I think, for pretty much anyone. I'm sure it's been countless, like wedding uh, first dance songs or like funeral songs it's it's like it's almost like a ready-made emotion for whenever you need it mm. yeah i agree so with that fix you does join vila vida in the top three which means now we've got a bit more of a tricky part i feel with five songs for that last spot i'm gonna go to scott because matt you've got two of yours in so far so scott i to come to you mate because you've got one of yours is there another, so you've obviously got t- every teardrops of waterfall in my place. Mm-hmm. Any of them two you want to put forward as you think is the third choice or look elsewhere as well? I'll be honest, I think the speed of sound is fine, but it is a poor man's clocks, which nobody's mentioned, by the way. No one nope. voted for clocks, which is insane. 
um because it was my fourth choice i think and i felt really like dirty leaving it out um as far as chris's list goes i felt a bit offended when he said that everybody would put the scientist in the top three i agreed with the statement otherwise but the scientist has never been in my top three um yellow is one of the all-timers so if you guys put it in i can't complain out of my ones the one i'd probably like to take forward and argue for more than the other is every teardrop is a waterfall because i just feel like we haven't focused on newer era coldplay at all really i kind of i always th- see coldplay as that kind of 2000s band and even though they, they've had a massive um massive time in the, in the 2010s i can't really associate them with kind of the, the the modern stuff i still see it kind of that 2000s era um so i would like really if i'm going to push for another song i would like to push the yellow bandwagon out there as, as i said earlier like yellow was their the where it all started that that was i think officially their third single and they set the bar so high with that one um the scientists as well i have to stress again is probably the best piano ballad ever written and has been frequently ripped off by so many other bands and so many other songs and uh yeah it's difficult do, do i have to pick one well i obviously do because there's not four spots but do you want me to drop one of my own i think you need obviously we've got two in there so far so we've only got one spot so then the question to you is mate is what do you think that third spot should be out of yours and other people's oh that is really difficult but i'm gonna have to play to the crowd and we're going to have to agree with Matt that probably, since it was the earlier of the two, that yellow, if I could, I would like to put forward ahead of Teardrop. So that that's this is the question now. We've basically got yellow and every teardrop's a waterfall. Matt is leaning towards yellow. Scott, are you still insistent that every teardrop should be well above yellow? Um, I mean, I'm, I'm outvoted and I did say that um, you know, yellow is a classic, and obviously it's a it's a big moment for Coldplay. Um, so if it, it it'll go in, and I'm okay with that. But my main argument for every teardrop to waterfall is that to me, that is one of the songs that defines the band for me. That that song sounds like what the band mean, look, and sound to me. Um, yeah, however, but it's that that just defines the current way that they look. Coldplay have looked a, a billion different ways and they looked a, a specific way for Yellow and they looked a specific way for Fix You and they looked a specific way for Viva La Vida. It just defines their current look. It's the way that I picture the band at the moment and it's the way that I picture the band for a long, long time. Um, however, Yellow's a classic. I'm happy for it to go in. I think this is interesting and you made interesting points there. For me, Coldplay are different, a different band at different eras for different people and I think... That is probably what is important for a good band. I think they've, they've evolved, they've changed themselves, and I think then we can establish that the top three Coldplay songs for this episode of Encore, we have gone with Viva La Vida, Fix You, and Yellow. That is, I mean, again, if, if you take, again, what Scott said, you take a, almost three random songs from Coldplay, and you could say there's your top three, but I think we've picked a very, very, very solid top three. Chris, come to you. Happy with that, mate? Delighted. I feel like pretty much every song that was in the conversation was in my top seven, I think, Coldplay songs. Like, Every Teardrop, 
I also had like Politech and Violet Hill, which you know were are great songs. So just didn't get in the conversation. My other like top five songs were In My Place and Fix You. So we pretty much covered it all. And also, Speed of Sound existed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make it my life's mission now to catch Chris singing along to Speed of Sound at a cold place. <laughs> <laughs> I am I am convinced that he's talking to talk right now. But it's a good song. It's a good song. It's just not as good as many other songs you will you... probably convince me at some point but you'll actually just miss hear me singing the clocks <laughs> <laughs> so that's it for this edition of encore if you have any issue with the top three we have picked in this episode you can head over to our social channels on twitter and instagram we are at encore underscore pod let us know what you think and even suggest an artist we should focus on in a future episode but that is it for now until next time goodbye